This week on a very special Lords of Grantham podcast, we travel up to the headquarters of High Clear Castle Gin and High Clear Castle Cigars to interview Adam, the CEO, and to drink the gin and smoke the cigars. Let's get to it. Hello, we are here. Yes. And we're going to throw to this interview in a minute, Mm -hmm. but we just wanted to kind of chit chat before we do that. Yeah. We told you this was coming last week. Yep. If you didn't listen to the podcast, uh, what happened was I saw on Instagram that they posted, uh, High Clear Castle posted about their new High Clear Castle gin. Uh, I forwarded it to Dave and then Dave, you did legwork after that. Yeah. I looked at the website and you know, a lot of these companies have contact us forms and a lot of times, I feel more often than not, they're kind of just a way to filter through complaints of fans. So I said, you know, I'm going to fill this out. And then I'm looking at the website as I'm going to this. They're based in our home state of Connecticut. Yeah. And you didn't file any complaints. You asked. I did not file any complaints. All I did was I said, hey, I just wanted to let you guys know that this is uh, this weird coincidence that you guys are the official gin of High Clear Castle and the official cigar of High Clear Castle. And here we are, just a couple of guys who have been talking Downton Abbey and who have visited High Clear Castle. And we, you know, we just wanted to say hi, basically, and, you know, let you guys know that we're an hour from you. And, and they then, said, come say hi. Yeah, Chris there. Uh, do we have Chris's title? No, no, no. Well, Chris, Chris over there, Chris Van Houten was like immediately responded and said, come over whenever you want. This is when we're here. And we went and we met. Adam, the CEO mm-hmm. of the company. Yeah. And he told us a lot of great stories about the gin and working with the real life family behind uh, Downton Abbey. Yeah. So he told us all these great stories about the Carnarvons, Lord and Lady and Lord Carnarvon, who have sort of been the reason that that High Clear Castle is still relevant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of these mansions and manors are kind of falling apart as they are at the end of Downton, but. High Clear is very much not. It's thriving, as we came to learn uh, while talking to Adam. And, and there's, it's, it's, this is a really cool conversation that we had. Yeah. This so. is our, our first real venture into truly interviewing. Yeah. And Adam did a lot of the legwork. Leg <laughs> he was a very, very chatty, very passionate guy. So we just kind of sit and let him go. And yeah. it was awesome. And we hope you enjoy it because this was a, a fascinating conversation. Yeah. So as always, when we do go on the run, we take our little mobile setup. It's going to sound a little different than what you're used to hearing. So get used to get ready, get ready for it. But it's still going to be awesome. It's a great interview. And uh, uh, we have an idea for the contest. We're going to hammer out the rules later. Mm-hmm. We were saying... We were discussing this with uh, with Chris and Adam, so there will be a contest involving High Clear Castle Gin, a very cool one, and we will discuss the details next week. Yes, involving the gin. Yes, yes. it involves the gin. If you see it, pick it up. That's what we'll just <laughs> tell you right now. Yeah. So check out our interview. Here we go. And hope you enjoy. Yeah. So here we are at High Clear Castle Gin and Cigars, actually. So do we, do we want to have the whole crew introduce well, each other here? What's the name of this place, exactly? 
So this is the offices and the um, North American headquarters for Heichler Castle Spirits and Cigar. Okay. Yes. And, and what's your name? And I'm Adam Von Gutkin. I'm the CEO and co-founder of uh, both brands. So, you know, to all our fans that ever thought that we were small time, look at this. We got the CEO. We're here now. We made it. <laughs> we made it. Wait, so Dave, maybe we should start on the journey of how we wound up here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because our, our journey is way more interesting than their journey. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so uh, we saw that High Clear Castle had shared a photo of this bottle of gin, and you, Corey, had sent it to me. And I was, I said, oh, this looks cool. Maybe we should try to uh, reach out, you know, sort of a blind swipe to see if these people will have any interest in us. And then I looked and it's in, based in our home state of Connecticut. So Essex, Connecticut, Essex, Connecticut, right by the, the world famous Essex steam train. Yep. Right through uh, the window. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear a little choo-choo at some point it in the happens. next couple of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Usually when I'm on an important phone call. <laughs> As you know, give it a little nice little timestamp. You yeah. old time you train. Yeah. And uh, we reached out to Chris here, Chris Van Houten, and he just told us to stop by. Where it's right before the Fourth of July, and we said, "Let's do it." And here we are. Great, great. Well, it's great to have you guys. It was a nice, nice surprise to have you pop in before, uh, before the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. As you said, you you couldn't say no, right? I mean. Uh, yeah. I we're, mean, we're locals here. You know, the 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 name of the podcast is really is really cool, and uh, you know, we just thought, why not? Let's sit down it, and have it, a chat. It took a long time to come up with that name. Yeah, we, there was some workshopping. There yeah, was some yeah. some some ups and downs. Some back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things I think when we came up with the podcast was just thinking about Lord Grantham smoking cigars, like that image in our head of that, you know. Yeah, one of the first things that we did was we went to the exhibition when it was in New York City. Yeah. And there's all the, the outfits and stuff in there. There are a couple out there that are like, oh, this guy's a boss. Right. You know, right. And I know you guys have, you'll talk more yeah. as we talk about the current nonfiction High Clear Castle. Yeah. But Yeah, I mean, c- cigars themselves have been such a key uh, played such a key role in, in Heichler Castle's history. I'm I mean, smoking them right now, by the way. Just yeah, so we, we have... Side note for listeners. We, yeah, we yeah. probably should have hit the record button on explaining how to properly light a cigar, but maybe we'll save that for if we bring one home and share it with another guest. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I mean, but, but it, is, it is neat to think about how, you know, for, for, for you know, eons of, of entertaining that's been done at Heichler Castle, you know, the gentleman would always retire to the library for a cigar and a cocktail after dinner to kind of just talk about the affairs of the day and politics and many big deals. And, and, you know, even the nation of Canada was kind of, that deal was brokered in the Heichler Castle Library. Oh, wow. Um, you know, over cigars. So, I mean, the cigars have, have played, a, and, and certainly um, spirits, have played such a role in Heichler's history of entertaining. So you have an interesting history, though, of how you, you know, came about with the Heichler Castle cigars and uh, the gin distillery and everything. Like, tell us how that all started for you. This whole business that you have going on here. Yeah. So my, you know, my, I, as I mentioned to you guys before, my family's been involved in, you know, liquor production um, since the 1800s, both legally and illegally. Uh oh. Um, you know, yeah. on the on the on the moonshining. Uh, yeah, the moonshining kind of front back in the 1800s, and then during Prohibition. As a matter of fact, my family owned a, a, a hotel right up the river here in Middletown. Um, called Chafee's Hotel, which had a speakeasy in the in the basement, and it's actually indicated on that map that's on the wall right there. And so, um, so you know, spirits has been uh, an industry that 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 I came into about ten years ago and, and, and fell in love with because I have kind of a a real appreciation and love for what we call grain to glass, which is participating in every step of the process from farming all the way up to the fun of 
awesome, exclusive, you know, fun luxury events and everything in between from the operations of the business to how glass is made for bottles and all that. And, you know, as we, as we grew uh, the distillery in Connecticut uh, a few years ago, I really, I really felt that um, I was looking for kind of what the next brand that I was really going to uh, be able to create that had checked all those boxes for us. So, in other words, there's an agricultural component. Mm-hmm. There's a global kind of um, approach to the brand and, and, and some level of visibility. And, and, and it had to really represent the highest level of quality. And as I was telling you guys, I was uh, my, my wife got me into the show Downton Abbey. And after the show ended, um, there was a PBS special on the real Downton Abbey, Hike Their Castle, which was a wonderful interview with Lord and Lady Carnarvon that I definitely recommend. It's about an hour-long special, and it and it really gives you some perspective on how Highclere Castle as an estate, as a country estate, is run, and the realities of all the hard work that go into running a 5,000-acre property, which is still being farmed and still being lived in as a home, and also welcoming in the public certain times of the year to, to appreciate the art and the architecture and the gardens. And so as I, as I learned it, I, I really fell in love with the idea of the place and its and its history, and uh, long story short, you know, two weeks later, my wife and I were on our way to Highclere as guests of Lord and Lady Carnarvon, wow. um, who were the owners of How the castle. How did you reach out to them? Uh, did you just, did you shot an email or? Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was essentially that simple. I'm watching the show, and I said, "Wow, you know, I wonder if there's an opportunity for a spirit collaboration here," and uh, and so I wrote a very general email. And um, the next day, Lord Carnarvon called me, and we had a, about an hour conversation. We really found that we had the same principles and shared the same visions for what what it means to um, you know to do an activity, yeah. you know, to, to to start a business or create a brand. Mm-hmm. Certainly, they're they're very good at it with how they've managed and kind of protected and continue to uphold the High Clare Castle brand and keep it keep mm-hmm. it you know, uh, in, in a healthy and strong place. And, and then I, I went to go visit the castle. And it wasn't until I really got to the castle that I, my, my appreciation uh, for what Lord and Lady Carnarvon do and, uh, and for what the staff and the passion that the team at Highclere has, it wasn't until then that I really, that my, 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 my you know, Lady Carnarvon calls it our, our English-American love affair. <laughs> And it really is. It's 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 a love. Be, be, it's an appreciation from our perspective of the deep, rich history and the hard work. And I think it's their appreciation for our kind of American vision mm-hmm. to take something from uh, zero miles per hour to a thousand miles per hour and yeah. do it within a matter of just a couple of years. Which is, of course, where we're at today on the verge of the global launch of the Highclere Castle Gin, which is super exciting. You really caught us at a very neat time because. Um, you know, our, our PR company is uh, about to do a massive U.S. Mm-hmm. launch. Lady Carnarvon's coming to visit us in October to do kind of a bunch of really fun meet and greets and interviews with the press. So I, I would even argue, I think, that this is the first interview I've done yet for the gin because we've wow. kept it all bottled up and Exclusive. quiet. Exclusive. Yeah. yeah. This is a good ramp up. This is where you want to be, you know. People will hear this, but, you know, <laughs> maybe not everyone, you know, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. It's it's great. I mean, you know, at this point, um, you know, we're, we're we're launching in you know 20, 25 states over the course of the next eight That's to twelve great. weeks, 
It'll be available here in Connecticut, of course. And all right. It, we launched two weeks ago in the UK. And um, we're going to be available in all sorts of uh, the, you know, major high, higher end kind of liquor stores and supermarkets and, and hotel groups and restaurants in London. And so the feedback there has been amazing. I mean, it's been available at Heichler Castle for two weeks now. The first day it was available, Lord Carnarvon and his team sold like 60 cases of gin wow. right, out, wow. right out of the castle shop. So. <laughs> You know, good good omen of things to come. Yeah. How about that's, the cigar business? Is that expanding as well? Or? Yeah, the cigar business is neat. That's that's worthy of kind of a. I, I think if you guys want to hear about it, I'll kind of give you the provenance of each of the brands. Yeah, kind sure, of, go for it. Kind of what they are and how they came to be. So, so my background is not in cigars. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was at High Claire uh, having a meeting with Lord Carnarvon and. We were wrapping up the the around spirits and, and the gin that we were developing, and we were having a cigar to end the night. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 you know, Lord Carnarvon is full of of, and so is Lady Carnarvon, full of the, the most wonderful anecdotes of, and stories that are just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Lord Carnarvon's great uh, great grandfather uh, discovered King Tut's tomb. Yeah, you know, and uh, Corey here visited and. Did you did you go? You went down there. I, I spent a moment down there. I, I, I had places to be because it's, the, it's in, such a the, far drive out there from the city. And then I wanted to see Stonehenge that day because it's a forty minute drive from there. Right, right. And, but, but, so you know, yeah. I was confused a little bit. I was like, what, what's with the King Tut stuff here? Now it all makes sense. It all exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, that's the, one of the downsides of being associated with this hugely popular television show. Is you forget that Grandpa found King Tut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, or or the fact that you know. Winston Churchill was a regular weekend visitor. He'd come stay for the weekend and smoke cigars in the in the library. And, and, you know, just cigars have been, you know, from the 1800s when they first became really popular in London, every country home, um, you know, they, they would have cigars available. As a matter of fact, um, Lord Carnarvon's grandfather, who would, would have been the, the sixth Earl of Carnarvon, he kept a, a table that is still the table for the Earl of Carnarvon at the, at, the, at the Ritz Hotel in London and kept his own humidor at the Ritz of his own cigars. Wow. That's, so now are these there in that humidor? So, so, so what happened with the cigar was, you know, I came back from, from High Clare back to the U.S. and I happened to have a really good friend named Nick Malillo. Nick is a, a world-renowned cigar blender and his cigar company is called Foundation Cigar Company. And I approached him and I said... Hey, you know, I'm doing this uh, very exciting, you know, gin project, uh, but I think that High Claire could lend itself really well for a, a super high quality premium cigar. I had the Castle archivist look at receipts and invoices from cigars that were smoked at High Claire Castle around 1920 and 1910, circa the Downton Abbey time period. Yeah. So when you see in the show the Earl of Grantham smoking a cigar, I kind of wanted to know, you know, the equivalent to the Earl of Carnarvon or the Earl, Earl Grantham, what would Lord Carnarvon's grandfather, great-grandfather, what would they have been smoking when they hosted these, these, these wonderful, lavish mm-hmm. weekend parties? And so the archivist went down and found it. And Nick Melillo spent about six months crafting the cigar you're smoking right now to smoke in the same aroma and flavor profile of the style of cigars that would have been smoked at Heichler Castle over 100 years ago. That's incredible. So and right now, we, we are smoking what... Uh, Robert Crawley, the Earl of Grantham, would be smoking on screen. Exactly. Would, would have been smoking on screen and historically accurate what the flavor and aromas would have, would have smoked like. That's the, it's fascinating how, how just smooth this is. And to know that in history, 
They've always been. It's always been this smooth. It's been this smooth. And, and now, you know, the, the trends in cigar smoking in the U.S. have changed a bit to very big, very heavy, very kind of in-your-face flavor profiles. This is really like a champagne. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. This uh, is a delight right now. It's super creamy. It's we're, very we're not smooth. the most, like, you know, rich guys, exactly. <laughs> you know, pardon however I speak. But, like, you know. Yeah, we only go for the the cheap stuff. This is uh, this is an experience right now. This is a, yeah. a step up from a black and mild. Step up from a black <laughs> yeah, and mild. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Nothing wrong with those either, but this yeah. is a, a a few steps up. And mm-hmm. we launched this a year ago throughout the U.S. and we've won tons of awards: Cigar of the Year, Best Cigar, two thousand eighteen, nineteen. So uh, we're very proud of it. And then of course, um, but you know, we really did it out of love, and we yeah. did it because we love cigars, and it tells the story of High Claire. And you, and you took that kind of dedication, too, to br- making the gin, too. Like, you really were serious about making that as legitimate as could be, right? Like- yeah, I mean, that. so so this High Clark Castle gin is really my, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's truly my baby. And it's been, um, and, and Lord and Lady Carnarvon's as well. And, I mean, we've been on this path for nearly four years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the vision from the beginning was to create a gin that, um, f- number one, first and foremost, used botanicals from the High Clark Castle estate. So the, 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 the provenance of the botanicals alone is fascinating. Mm-hmm. You've, got, you've got lavender uh, in the gardens that were planted by the bishops of Winchester at Highclere in the 9th century. So these yeah. are descendants of that, the gin. Well, 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 well yeah. I mean, the, 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 these, the, these the plants have been there, the same plants. Oh, wow. So, yeah, wow. I mean, the juniper that we're harvesting has been growing wild at Highclere since the ancient Romans had occupied that area of Hampshire where Highclere is, Beacon Hill. And even the oranges that we're using in the botanical blend, they're really cool. They're very small. They're about the size of a half dollar. And they are so fragrant. You can scratch it open and it'll fill the room with this vibrant, fantastically fresh citrus. So we're harvesting those. And they're grown in the Victorian era orangery at Highclere. And so we grow, you know, we're growing and harvesting these botanicals. And then we're sending them to um, to the distillery. It's the oldest distillery in England, using a gin still that dates back to the early 1800s. Which distillery is this? It's called Langley. Oh, Langley. Okay. And Langley is situated on an uh, an underground, uh, ancient water source, which is used for the distillation. We spent six months developing the recipe alone. Um, so and we're gonna, and Chris is arranging for you guys to have a taste of the Ooh, baby. Uh, of, of the gin right now because that is one of the first bottles mm-hmm. in the United States. So literally, no one has tasted this in the U.S. yet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys. Yeah, of course. Well, we've been tasting it for a year as we've been <laughs> developing the. It took about twenty-five recipes to get it perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. So you can. Oh. oh, we want the we want the sounds of the ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going all NPR on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm make this official. I am pouring you what is called High Clark Castle Gin, the Noble Way. Yeah, we call this the Noble Way. So, so one of the things that is not really on trend in the U.S. is enjoying gin straight on the rocks with nothing else, no tonic added. And one of the things you're going to find in a minute, and give it a moment to rest after he pours this, one of the things you're going to find is that um, the reason they don't is because so many gins need to be uh, watered down oh, yeah. to be enjoyable. You're drinking straight gin in a moment. And it's uh, 43.5%? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's 43.5%. All right. Which works out to be about you know 80, uh, that's 87 proof, which is uh, a little bit stronger than your typical vodka. 
And we found that, that we, we landed on exactly 43.5% alcohol because that's where the flavor expresses itself at an optimum place on the palate. And so when you, as you, as you nose this in a moment, you want to look for those botanicals that we talked about. You know, you want to look for the uh, citrus. You want to look for the floral aroma of the lavender and the coriander and the other things that we use. And then, of course, the juniper is predominant. It is a it is a um, traditional London dry gin, but it's got a little bit of our own tweak, which is really the soul and the essence of High Clare Castle's land. And th- th- this is funny because uh, as, as a fan of the... And you are a fan of the show, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. So the, one of the big conflicts towards the latter seasons of the show is how do we make our legacy last? How do we keep our history while forging forward? And everything that you guys are doing seems to be the nonfiction version of what Lady Mary, Tom Branson, all these characters on the show would be doing to ensure their descendants would be doing. You know, it's, it's, it's true. And it's, 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 it's about, you know, so much even more than just the descendants. I mean, Lord and Lady Carnarvon have a, have a a love and commitment uh, to, to over 300 souls that are, that, that, that are involved in the running of Highclere Castle. And many of them are, second, third, fourth generation people. And so, you know, you've talk, you're talking about a lot of lives that call Highclere home mm-hmm. and the estate and, uh, and are very proud to be upholding that legacy. And Lord Lady Carnarvon, of course, are the pinnacle of upholding that, that caliber and quality of standard. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right. I mean, the, 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 you know, any of the aristocracy in, in the UK has a, has a uh, kind of an obligation to uphold what is very rare these days in any country, which is a celebration of their history and yeah, heritage, exactly, exactly. but also the vision to, to do and see what it takes to move forward into the next century and then the next century and the next century. And, and they've been very hands-on with the whole process here of you know seeing through the cigars and the gin and everything, right? You've been working with them pretty closely in terms of making this all happen, right? Oh, they're involved on a da- daily basis. Yeah, this is, this is not just some kind of... Um, we didn't just put the Highclere uh, Castle uh, image on the bottle. <laughs> yeah, this is... They're, 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 they're co-founders. And of course, they're the best brand ambassadors for the brand because they're the real thing. That's great. Yeah, that's funny because we've, we have dabbled so much in Downton Abbey branded tea and uh, wine. But this is, this is nonfiction. This is what it really would have been. Yeah, this is, this is you're drinking the estate. I mean, you're drinking, you know, centuries of hard work. And, and, and what Lady Carnarvon calls you're now because you're sipping this. You're part of our spiritual journey. Oh, it smells great. Oh, yeah. That. That smells nice. That, <laughs> you know, we, we well, sh- I guess we should uh, cheers. Yeah, let's do we- a cheers. cheers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to, to, to the podcast. Yeah, and to, to you guys. And to Chris, Chris, Castle Gin. Well, it is a solo cup, but uh, I mean, that's <laughs> cheers you know, regardless. Yeah. Connecticut, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can take a... Well, I was going to make a good quip there, but I'm, I'm riding <laughs> a nice cigar buzz right now. This <laughs> oh, is delicious. This, this gin is... That is so easy. That is... That's yeah. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. And and we just found out yesterday, but within a matter of two weeks, we've won two gold awards uh, from two very prestigious international spirits competitions, and that just happened in a matter of two weeks. So I think that, I mean, listen, to get ready for this, we've been tasting gins from all around the world. I mean, I've tasted hundreds of gins in the last four years. That's great. And, that must be fun. <laughs> and it, it was a lot of fun, but it's also you know you you really have to be precise on on the flavors. And I am really proud to say, of course, I'm slightly biased, but. I'm really proud to say that I believe that this is the finest tasting gin that I've ever had in my life. 
And that was really the bar that we set for ourselves when we endeavored on this from the very beginning. That's great. And so, you know, with the, the movie coming out soon, you know, this is all kind of tying together beautifully for you in terms of, you know, launching this whole line of gin and everything. Uh, how, how are you collaborating? Are you doing anything uh, alongside that? Are you doing your own thing? Or how does that work exactly? You know, D- Downton Abbey is, is just, you know, we're all such fans. And, of course, Downton, Downton has done so much for the castle to help, uh, to help really bring Highclere Castle and its story to hundreds of millions of viewers around the world. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's been, they've been wonderful. I mean, it's just been such a great success story. And, and, um, and, it, really, and it really has brought visibility to Highclere in a way that has never been done before. So, you know, but, but, but it is a production. Um, it, is a, it is a separate company. I mean, we are not Downton Abbey Gin. Um, and we didn't want to be, you know, D- Downton lives in, in, in the fictional world where it lives, where it's, where it's amazing and has been a success. And I can't wait to see the movie, but we are really about telling the real story mm-hmm. and we're doing that through, um, through entertainment, really through experience. Yeah. When you're, when you're sitting there drinking this, when you're hosting people, when you're hosting a, a Downton Abbey themed cocktail party, maybe, or, a or, or, a you know, a, a holiday, um, British uh, Christmas dinner, and you're able to pair it with vintage cocktails. Listen to this story. This is so cool. I was at High Claire uh, five days ago, and I was sitting with um, <laughs> just so so casual. Yeah, I was just there five days ago. Yeah, yeah. just just returned, and Lady Carnarvon had been down in the archives, and she was looking for notes for a, a speech about D Day that she's been asked to give. And while she was down there, she found a pile. This big, actually, Chris. Maybe you can, maybe when you're done, you can pick, pick, pull it up on your um, on your screen. When you're done, um, Lady Carnarvon found a pile of Butler's notes on how to make gin cocktails uh, from like the 1920s, Incredible. from the Downton Abbey era. The real Carson's notes <laughs> from the era on the best way to make different gin martinis. And he'll show them to you in a moment. We've loaded four up to our website, which is highclarecastlegin.com. So you can go on there and you can see how today the current head butler, whose name is Louis, and he's wonderful. He makes the original, uh, he makes the same gin cocktails that have been served at Highclere for over 100 years. And they're up there on the website. So, you, so within a matter of a couple months, you know, folks in the U.S. or today, people in the U.K. and Europe can get a bottle of the Highclere Castle gin and make an exact cocktail using ingredients from the estate um, to make a Highclere Castle gin, a martini, a Negroni, a gin and tonic, or just do it the way we're doing it now—the noble way. Wow, that, that's incredible! I'm a, fan of the, I'm a fan of the noble way. I will just say that right now. <laughs> yeah, no, we're hearing that all around the world working, from mixologists really well. and everybody. Yeah, yeah. This is a good uh, afternoon smoking a, a cocktail or a, a noble gin. You can't yeah. beat it. Yeah. So they still have butlers there, the Carnarvons. Like they still run the estate and everything. Like. They go about business there. They still host people there and everything. Like it's. Still- oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I mean, the you know one of the things that's really important to remember is is the it, it, it's Lord and Lady Carnarvon's house. I mean, it's a family home, and so um you know certainly the staff is not there. That the size of the staff isn't what it once was. I mean, that house was really designed to be staffed by a lot of people. I mean, you, you see in Downton Abbey how many bodies are needed just to light the candles and the chandeliers and, you know, keep the fires roaring on a, on a dreary, cold, you know, English winter night. Today, the staff is smaller inside the house, but they're still um, operating at, at maximum quality for experience. So the butler, um, the head butler, Louis, 
um, the Butler Matthew, and there's others. Um, I mean, they are their 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 experience and their um, you know their 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 bar of quality is set to the absolute highest, and so the house is kept in 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 pristine, tip top shape, um, and of course. Uh, you know, Lord Lenny Carnarvon still use it, uh, not not as much as uh, we'd all like to, or they would like to, I'm sure, but they still use it for your traditional, you know, English weekend, which is a shooting weekend. It's three or four days. Uh, my wife and I went last year, and it's you know just it's friends and, and family um, come in for a weekend of shooting. Um, Heichler has amazing pheasant shoots, uh, and uh, so it's a weekend of shooting. It's um, cocktail parties and dinner and, and black tie dinner parties at night, dancing. We were there for Robert Burns night. So we did Scottish reeling in the Grand Salon, in the Grand Saloon, uh, uh, you know, uh, dancing all night long. And, uh, and, then, and then had a wonderful, you know, five course dinner by the chef. Were you there and recently? Uh, they had a concert outside uh, where they were doing the score of Downton Abbey. I think just yeah. last week or whatever. That was that was that was just last week. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was in. I was in. Uh, I flew into Highclere a couple days later. Oh, so okay. I just missed it, but I heard yeah. it was. I heard it was a wonderful success, and I think it was maybe six thousand people went. It was very well attended. Yeah, and they sold. Uh, I think they served uh, three hundred and fifty Highclere Castle gin and tonics that day. Wow, <laughs> something nice. like that. Wow. Yeah. Oh man, that's incredible. And so you know. Our reach, we have a lot of listeners. It's surprising to us. So we have listeners in Australia, uh, Russia. Russia, all oh, over the great. world and stuff. That's great. So w- what countries are you, are you rolling this gin out in? Like, where can they find it? So as of today, Heichler Castle Gin is available in the, in the uh, excuse me, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's available throughout all of mainland Europe via Amazon. Um, so you could buy it online and have it shipped to your door if you're on mainland Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, next is the US and the Caribbean. The U.S. is happening the end of this month, starting, mm-hmm. and the Caribbean. And then after that will be Canada, Australia, and of course we're working on actual distribution um, on the ground in uh, Europe and North Africa as well. And there's some opportunities that have popped up for us in Latin America that we're exploring. So it's truly a global launch for a global brand, but we want to go slow and steady and do the right job to make sure that we're in the right kind of restaurants, the right kind of um, you know, bars and lounges and, and things like that for people that will really appreciate and back it up. Yeah, we don't want to just be sold anywhere you can get sold. That doesn't do the job for us. We want people involved that are passionate around around what we've done. Yeah, and then and but you're not being uh, in in your scope of how you want this to be sold. You're not excluding anybody. You're just saying we have this is our vision. We're realizing our vision. Well, yeah, it's 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 very much about that. And I mean, again, you you can't. I mean, to, to, to truly appreciate the hard work and the years that we've put into what you're sipping in that glass, you have to understand a bit of the story. And that's what we're hoping from the people that engage with the brand, that follow us on social media, that, um, that bu- most importantly buy the bottle, is we want people to, to tell the story. It's a fun story to tell. And it's, it's something that I'm, I'm sad to say in this day and age, um, in the world of spirits and cigars or really any luxury goods for that matter. So, you know, so much of what we're being fed is just marketing mm-hmm. stuff. And it's kind of manufactured in a boardroom. And a lot of things don't have a lot of soul behind them. This is pure soul. And it's real. And that to us is a story that we're excited to tell. I mean, we're doing this because we love it. And we're proud of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I think that's, distancing, not distancing yourself, but but being not necessarily hand in hand with Downton Abbey as a brand is only doing 
good for you guys mm. because we we uh, we played the Downton Abbey board game on our podcast, uh, believe it or not. Right. And all that was was taking another previously existing board game and slapping Downton Abbey stickers on it. <laughs> so what you guys are doing is so much more true to the world. Sure. And I think if you were to slap the Downton Abbey sticker on there, while it would be a high quality, it might be more hey, we have hundreds of millions of fans versus let's be true to us. It's a good observation. You know, I, I think another way we can look at it is Highclere Castle's been here for hundreds of years and it will be here for hundreds more, mm-hmm. um, period. Yeah. And the gin uh, is, of course, new now, but is Highclere and the gin will be here in hundreds of years. And so that's that's the, the key difference. Downton, Downton Abbey has been a wonderful... Um, it, 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 it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic production um, from the characters to the movie to the writers involved and, of course, the beautiful setting. Mm-hmm. But Heichler has been here for a long, long time and it will outlive all of us. And that's the brand story that we're telling through our gin and through our cigars. And just, you know, I'm just looking at the packaging here. You know, it really echoes, you know, how high class all this is. You know, the bottle looks beautiful with its purple, you know, it, it'll look dark and dark light but you can you know you bring it outside you can see through it and everything yeah we're very proud of this so this is custom glass the glass mm-hmm. is even produced on british soil so it's a hundred percent authentic the whole product yeah the purple is really we were inspired by that purple is a noble color mm-hmm. i mean it's always known to be the noble color the color of royalty mm-hmm. and of course because lavender plays a predominant component in our in our botanical blend we felt that it was a reflect a, a color that reflects the gardens mm-hmm. and the floral aspect of the gin, and so it's also a color that you really don't see on mm-hmm. spirits or on gins very often. And we felt that the um, even the shape, the custom square glass, reflects kind of the the the, the, the center turret of Highclere Castle with the mm-hmm. squared off shoulders and kind of bold, strong feel. So. And you even went in with the the barcode on the back. It's in the shape of the castle. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't <laughs> catch that. Is yeah. that cool? Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Jack Lantern, I tried the car last October. Oh, of the, <laughs> of the oh, castle? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, have to send us, you'll have to send me a photo of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you might be a little disappointed. You might think less of us because yeah. of yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is cool, yeah. Oh, you got the cocktail. Oh, so, the yeah, so, so, so what you're looking at on the screen, we literally, we just found this a few days ago. Mm-hmm. I, I handled this. This is like very brittle yellowed paper, yeah. and it says cocktails. And um, uh, you know, the second one down says dry cocktail, one glass London gin, mm-hmm. um, you know, one pour of French vermouth, martini vermouth, a brandy, a dash of Angostura bitters, lemon peel squeezes, and then soda water. And it says enough for six. So this is written by the butler from over a hundred years ago at Highclere. That's incredible. And this is him just scribbling in his notebook because maybe he was in London that weekend and he said maybe he was at the Ritz in London mm-hmm. and he uh, or he was at a cocktail bar. And these you know, cocktails were just coming to life in the yeah, 20s. That is a talking yeah. point on Downton Abbey. Yeah, that was a new thing. I mean, before the cocktail, and the cocktail, by the way, we can talk about where the cocktail came from because it's very fascinating. Um, but before that, you just drank whiskey. Or maybe you had some gin, and it was pretty straight. Um, the first cocktail, we can really credit the British for it. Really? Yeah. Uh, is it around like 100 years ago? Oh, no, 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 no. This no? goes way back. Way back, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> so gin was invented by uh, the Dutch mm-hmm. as a uh, medicine for stomach ailments. Genever is the Dutch word for juniper. Mm-hmm. And this concoction of distilling it into a spirit would help settle upset stomachs. And... When the British invaded, they enjoyed 
that solution much more for having fun than they did for <laughs> stomach ailments. So they brought it back to Britain, and it became like the de facto spirit of choice along with rum that was coming in from the Caribbean. Well, of course, with the, with the British Empire to manage, the British Navy, being an island nation, was very, very strong. And so the, the Navy, the men, started requiring gin instead of rum on the ships for their daily rations. Well, India was a long way away, and that was a very long sail. And so um, on, on, on those long sails, of course, you know that, that sailors would often succumb to scurvy, which was a lack of vitamin C. Mm. Well, the men didn't want to eat limes or lemons because they're so sour. Mm. So the, 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 the leadership, the Navy Admiralty, figured out, well, if we force and put the, lem- the lime juice in with the gin... It'll force them to take the vitamin C while they get their daily ration of alcohol. And they won't die. And they won't die. And that's still how they get their vitamin C to this day. Yeah, right? well, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. that went for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> and I really mean it. I, I think I read recently, it was up until the 90s, maybe 80s, that they were allowed their ration of gin or rum. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bring you, should, it back. You, you can you read that. <laughs> so by the time they got to, to India, um, there was a big issue with malaria. And so what's the solution for malaria? Gin. Quinine. Oh, okay. <laughs> tonic. Yeah. Right? Oh, tonic okay. is served in quinine. Mm-hmm. So the men didn't want to take their tonic. So again, they said, okay, well, we'll put the tonic in with the gin, and then they'll be forced to take it. So the, <laughs> the gin and tonic with lime juice was, was born of the, of the British Empire, really. Wow. And it wasn't until the American era of prohibition when we had to hide the flavor of very nasty, illegally produced liquors, mm-hmm. that, the, that the gourmet kind of cocktail came to be, which made its way over to London. Did you find any notes uh, from the butler of vitamin C with, uh, with the cocktails or anything? No reference to vitamin C, no. Okay. But, but the fruits are there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was saying, these boxes here for the cigars are beautiful. You have the red and the blue, uh, so you sell like big and then tall. Uh, I, I'm terrible at talking about cigars, but you sell two different versions? Well, we have five sizes Oh, okay. of each type. So what you're looking at right here, mm-hmm. funny enough, we literally launched the Heichler, the, our new cigar, the Heichler Castle Victorian, which mm-hmm. is a darker cigar that you're holding in your hand. Mm-hmm. We launched that two days ago. So no customers throughout the country have been able to get their hands on a Victorian yet. Mm-hmm. So you guys are here, by pure chance, having the gin and our new Victorian cigar for the very first time. So each of these has five sizes of cigar mm-hmm. that uh, it comes in. You just smoked a Petite Corona, our smallest size. Wow. Yeah, it's hitting me. Uh, <laughs> middle of the day, about 1, 1 p.m. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> it's 1 o'clock somewhere, so. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's one so o'clock somewhere. You're on the verge of a, a big rollout and everything. So what's coming up? What events do you have coming out uh, for promoting the whole gin and your whole brand and everything? So our next, uh, our next and one of our first public events uh, for, uh, for the Heichler Castle gin launch will be on August 20th. And that'll be at the Ocean House in Watch Hill, Rhode Island, which you may know is that beautiful big Victorian house right on the cliffside of Watch Hill. Um, it's beautiful, and they have a beautiful croquet lawn in the back. And so we've named the event, this is Chris's brilliant idea, we've called it Sips and Wickets. And Wickets, of course, referencing croquet, the croquet uh, hoops that you hit the ball through. Mm-hmm. So we're doing, a hike, we're doing the official New England Heichler Castle gin launch party. Um, we're encouraging everyone to wear their croquet whites. <laughs> and we're doing an afternoon of uh, seaside croquet and Heichler Castle gin cocktails. Lady Carnarvon is flying in from Heichler Castle, and she'll be hosting the event. And that will be open to the public. Um, information will be available on the uh, by calling the Ocean House mm-hmm. and getting tickets. 
right. And that'll be on August 20th in just about a, a little over a month from now. That's awesome. How often have the Carnarvons visited here? Like, well, they've, 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 they've come often enough. You know, you have to remember Lady Carnarvon has had many successful book launches here. Mm-hmm. Um, her last one was um, Entertaining at Highclere. Uh, yeah, I've I, seen some of those books on the internet. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a beautiful book. I mean, mm-hmm. full of the most vivid imagery. Chris is going to dra- grab it now. Um, it's the most beautiful book. Um, and she's working on a very exciting release for this Christmas, uh, which is all about Christmas, Victorian huh. Christmas at uh, Highclere. And she's going to tell all these stories and stuff. So she's been giving wonderful speaking tours around the U.S. and book tours for years. So they've been over many, many times. Lord Cadarvin, of course, he's, uh, his mother was born in the United States. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're from out in the Midwest. And so he's oh, been really? many, oh, many times. Figure, yeah, yeah his, <laughs> on his mother's side, his father, of course, is, uh, was the seventh Earl, and, and, and uh, but his mother's side is, is she was American, yeah, and she just uh, she was she was uh, I only had the chance to meet her in person once, but I heard many great stories about her, and she just unfortunately passed away last month. Well, I'm, Dave, you have any questions? I, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground here. <laughs> yeah, um, I really don't have questions as much as I'm just. Uh, I'm still in awe yeah, of all of this. Oh, we yeah, have the book in front it's, of us. It's at called, home yeah, at Highclere. At home at Highclere, entertaining at the real Downton Abbey. I always, I always mix the words up a little bit. Yeah, that's it's beautiful. And we got the dogs in the front. We got the the croquet. Yep. This is excellent. Yeah, it's a gorgeous book. It really is. It's like it's it's one of the prettiest um, coffee table books I've ever seen. Yeah, and I, 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 that's available on Amazon. Yeah, that's, I know. You know, we we in, in trying to give life to a podcast for a television show that has a finite endpoint. We are trying to find things and like your your gin and cigars are the, the, the perfect example of it to sort of give us some more oomph, a little bit more to do content wise. Be more comprehensive about everything related to Down Abbey and High Clear Castle. Sure, yeah, of course, of course. So well, this, uh, this kind of stuff is all right up our alley. And that, we, that we do love like giving things away to our listeners. That sounds good. So well, well, these well, are the kind of things that, you know, maybe we'll have to Sign a copy, send it off to some lucky listener somewhere in the world. Well, what, 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 what I'm sure we can arrange for you to give away to, to one of your listeners, and we can, we can find a fun way to do this, is two tickets to go to Heichler Castle and view the castle and do the full tour. Oh, wow. That's yeah. incredible. Dave, you got to get your passport, man. Yeah, I do. I guess I got to get my passport. <laughs> Not I, for yeah. you, for one of your listeners. Hey, well, I will go, too. We'll pay for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, thank you so much for having us here today. We really appreciate this. It this was is... happy to have, glad to have you guys in. Wait, so Chris, Dave reached out to you about visiting here. What was it like getting an email or message from Dave to come visit? Well, I'll, I'll jump in first and just say, I, I filled out a, a form on the website, a contact form. There was no, I went the most, you know, guy on the side of the road who saw a billboard way to get in touch with Chris. So that is the my way of saying... You know, I just took a shot in the dark, maybe like sort of like you did with uh, Lord Carnarvon, and that's how I did it. So I'll I'll pass the mic over to Chris. Oh, I, I'm Chris Van Houten. I'm the uh, creative director uh, uh, here for uh, for the High Clare Brands. The, it, it, interestingly enough, we once the website uh, got up and the word got out, the, the 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 emails came in strong, and they still do. And 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 of course, people from I'm fielding emails from all around the world, you know, when, where can I get it? Where can I get it? And of course we're guiding people where to get it. But then I got, I got your email and I just went, this is just phenomenal that you're, you're, you're in Connecticut. You're the Lords of Grantham, which I just, I just feel like I needed to, to announce their presence when they were in the building. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that's how we, yeah, I, was in, I was in the middle of a, a conference call and, uh, 
And Chris walks in and says, the lords of Grantham are here. And I'm like, man, I'm really losing my mind now. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris is amazing. Chris is uh, uh, a wonderful history. He came and joined us here from California, moved here from California. And he's an amazing creative director who's, who's really innovated and created a lot of the imagery uh, and things that you see around the brand and on the website and all those kind of things. So, so he's been. Uh, but wait, what's even really more interesting, I think, for that is is that we were asking about you know how how involved is like you know Lord and Lady C. You know, and I say Lady C because that's what we live. She is Lady Carnarvon. But the point is, is that we are always on the phone with her, and we're getting these these amazing things that she finds in the archives, and we do run that path of saying, is this okay? Are we representing? High Claire, and in yeah. everything that we do, yeah. and and so their involvement, I mean, is uh, is is literally on the daily. I, I can I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, it's great. So I think with that being said, we have been pretty comprehensive here. Uh, bottom line, this gin is excellent. The cigar, I smoked the whole thing. It, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Like, <laughs> this is a good uh, summer afternoon. You know, maybe you maybe in Rhode Island playing some some croquet. Yes, That's the way to do it. We'll yeah. we'll link everything accordingly. We'll point you guys in the right direction, and you anyone who can access this gin, you should. You can you know explore down and outside of the fictional world, and you know that's my my big thing walking out of this afternoon. Yeah, great. Well, it was great to have you guys in. Thanks for for chatting with us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We yeah. really appreciate you having us here and offering the cigars and the gin for us to try. Like, whoo. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we're feeling good right now. So, all right, guys. Hopefully, yeah. uh, all, all you listeners are just as interested as we were. So, uh, thanks to everybody here. Thanks, HighClearCastleGin.com. Yep, HighClearCastleGin.com and, and HighClearCastleCigar.com. Okay, so make sure to get on that. And uh, that's about it for now. Yeah. Thank you, guys.